It's stories from the Alphabet. Love Ninjago. Yeah, definitely. Because we are in See You in the Podcast. It's coming out next week. Hey, kids. Yeah. We hope you like Ninjago because there's a very good chance we could be reading something kind of very, very similar to Ninjago. Yes, it's really cold. Why do you say that? Because it's about ice. It's about ice. Have you already read this? No. <laughs> okay. But well, I watched the movie. Did you really? Jeez. I've got to keep an eye on you. Oh, and this one goes out to Kenzie from Vancouver in Canada. Hey, Kenzie, we know you love Ninjago, so here's another one just for you. And we hope you're loving Vancouver. I've been there once. It was, uh, it was beautiful. A bit rainy, but beautiful. And we really appreciate your message. All right. <laughs> the Evil Engagement by Ninjago. You just let me know when you think we should start. When an evil jinn named Nadakan appears, freed from the teapot that had imprisoned him for ages, he immediately gets up to no good. The jinn has the ability to grant wishes, but they always turn against the wisher. The ninja make a big mistake when they wish for the power to defeat him. Now, Naya is on the verge of becoming Nadakan's bride. Only a handful of ninja are left to fight the djinn, and most important to this particular story, Clancy, the peg-legged serpentine pirate, has to figure out how to bake a wedding cake. There is going to be a wedding, Nadakan announced to his assembled crew. Make the necessary preparations. The crew of the flying pirate ship Misfortune's Keep glanced at each other as their djinn captain stalked away. Everyone knew they had to obey orders and help make the wedding between Nadakan and Naya a success. They also knew what would happen to them if the ceremony was a failure. Shiver me timbers. Nadakan wasn't known as the forgiving type, so no one wanted to be the first to volunteer to be the wedding planner. Well, almost no one. Wow, romantic! Clancy cried, hopping around on his wooden leg. I haven't been to a wedding since... since... Well, actually, I've never been to a wedding. I bet they're fun. Is that Clancy? Yeah. The green snake guy. Is not is Nadakan a goodie? Baddie. Nadakan's a baddie. And Nye's a goodie. Yeah. And they're getting married. I don't know. That Doesn't that sound crazy? Yeah. Flintlock... The Jin's trusted first mate and Dogshank, a hulking brute, looked at each other with big smiles creeping onto their faces. It looked like they had found their wedding planner. Clancy was excited about being given the job of organising the big event. 
Sure, there were challenges, like the bride hating the groom. Oh, they don't even like each other. Yeah. Oh, this is a very strange wedding. Yeah. But all weddings come with minor obstacles, or so he had heard. The first thing he had to do, he decided, was make a list. All right, music, food, Nye's dress, he said, jotting them down on his list. Oh, and a cake, can't forget that. The dress was easy. Nada Khan insisted on Naya wearing his mother's wedding gown. It had four sleeves, but that could be fixed. Why four sleeves? Does Nada Khan have four arms? Yep. Oh, I get it. Since the groom was much too busy to talk to him, Clancy decided to discuss arrangements with the bride. What kind of flowers would you like? He asked Naya. Stinkweed, she replied. Is there anyone I should leave off the guest list? Yes, the groom. Okay, what do you want as a wedding gift? To skip this wedding, Naya snarled. I don't think she's too keen on marrying this fella. It appeared that the bride was not going to be much help either, so Clancy went to check on how the preparations were going. Bucko, whose real name was Colin, but that's not a very pirate name, Flintlock and some of the other pirates were busy transforming the interior of the Jin Temple into a wedding chamber. Clancy marked it off his to-do list and left them to do their work. He headed for the ship's kitchen galley. It was time to make the wedding cake. Clancy had been hoping Dubloon would be free to help him. It was true that Dubloon didn't know how to cook, but he had once robbed a baker so that gave him more experience in the kitchen than any of the other pirates. But Dublin was busy stealing the music for the ceremony. Baking the cake was going to be up to Clancy. No problem, I've got this, the little green pirate said confidently. He raided the shops for all the ingredients he thought should go in a cake. Flour, milk, eggs... Sugar, peppers, chicken, huh? barbecue sauce, a loaf of bread, and just a hint of lime. Hmm. He mixed them all up in a pot and hung the pot over a fire. Do you reckon that's going to taste any good? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> look at it. Does it look like a cake that you've ever eaten before? No, it smells gross. <laughs> it looks gross anyway. Yeah, exactly. Now I just need to let this cook for six hours and I'm done. Clancy said happily. It was almost time for the wedding rehearsal, so he left the galley to check on how the other preparations were coming along. Dubloon had returned with the music. It took Clancy a long time to find something he liked. Most of the songs were about raiding small towns or sacking merchant ships. Sadly, there just weren't that many pirate love songs. Clancy finally picked a sea shanty that sounded vaguely ceremonial and didn't have lyrics about stealing and firing cannons. Clancy was about practice conducting the wedding ceremony when he was distracted by a wonderful smell. Yum, yum. The cake! He rushed below decks to see how his creation was doing. As he was rounding the corner of the galley, he collided with something soft and spongy that bounced him against the wall. Do you know what I think it is? What? I think it could be the cake. Yes. <laughs> the pirate's eyes went wide. The hallway was filled with cake from floor to ceiling. 
The stuff was growing by the minute, moving further and further down the passage. Something about his recipe had gone very wrong, he decided. Probably too much chicken, Clancy said. Ch- chicken? Have you ever had a cake with chicken in it? Nope. There was only one thing to do. He drew his sword and attacked. Hacking and slashing, Clancy carved a path through the cake, trying to reach the galley. It was a hard-fought battle. Every time he thought he was on the verge of victory, the growing cake would close in around him again. At one point, he thought maybe he could eat his way through it. But he had been right the first time. There was way too much chicken. No baked good is going to stop me, Clancy yelled, charging forward. Behind him, the cake was now starting to climb the stairs to the main deck. Unfortunately, it hadn't turned out to be very light and fluffy, so the weight was starting to drag Miss Fortune's keep down. That was the ship. At last, Clancy spotted the bubbling pot. He pushed his way through the sweet treat and yanked the pot off the cooking fire. Now he just had to find a way to explain all this to the others. What in the silver sea is going on here? bellowed Flintlock. He was standing in the door of the galley, covered in cake crumbs and goo. He doesn't look too happy. Clancy thought fast. Um, a new new ninja, he started. The ninja of cake. Very dangerous. But no worries, I defeated him. Flintlock hauled poor Clancy in front of Natakan. As it turned out, the ninja of cake story did not go over well with the evil djinn. There'd better not be any more problems, Natakan demanded, his eyes pinning Clancy to the wall. Or it's going to be your head. Clancy kept that in mind later, when he began to conduct the ceremony. It wasn't exactly a dream wedding. The bride kept looking over her shoulder, hoping for a rescue, and the groom was growing more and more enraged. But the music was nice, and the pieces of cake that Clancy had managed to save weren't too awful. Overall, as he reached the end of the service, Clancy was feeling pretty good about the job he had done. And under the watchful eye of the seventh son, may this crown codify this renewal today and for years to come, he said quickly, trying to make the marriage official before the djinn lost patience. I can't understand why Naya doesn't want to marry this guy. He doesn't seem like the nicest guy, does he? Nah. Nah. Suddenly, the sound of cannon fire came from outside the main doors. A minute later, the doors burst open to reveal the ninja team, reunited and ready for battle. And by the power vested in me, Clancy said even faster, I now pronounce you all-powerful. Clancy dove under the nearest piece of furniture as the ninja confronted Natakan. The heroes were already realising they were too late. Natakan and Naya were married. Yuck! Natakan quickly used his terrible magic to put his new bride to sleep as he turned to face the ninja. Oh boy, thought Clancy. Those ninja don't stand a chance. But if Natakan wins, what's going to happen to me? As Natakan created duplicates of himself to battle the heroes, wait a second, 
Narakan can create duplicates of himself? Yeah. How does he do that? As Narakan created duplicates of himself to battle the heroes, Clancy went over in his mind all the little problems there had been at the wedding. Just the fact that the entire lower deck smelled of barbecue chicken and cake would probably be enough to get him banished forever. He had never seen the all-powerful Jin so angry, and it was a pretty scary sight. He had to do something. But what? Get out of this temple and try to hide? Do something really heroic so Narakan wouldn't destroy him for at least another day or so? Or could he... Would he... Did he dare... Help the ninja? Oh no, I couldn't do that, Clancy said to himself. I'm a pirate. I plunder and loot and I could never... Um, never... A couple of duplicates of Narakan were now battling Ninja all over the room. Holes were being blown in walls, pirates were being tossed through the air, and the Jin's dreadful laughter was ringing everywhere. Clancy had to decide, but he couldn't. He sat down on the floor, covered in wedding cake, looked around at the wreckage of the wedding and the crazed Jin on a rampage, and wiped a tear from his eye. Now I get why people cry at weddings, Clancy sobbed. <laughs> That's a silly ending. So he didn't help them. He didn't help anybody. He just sat there and cried and ate his wedding cake. Who's this Clancy guy? What did you think of this story, Theo? Uh, a big funny snake. Oh, yeah, I think he's funny. What do you think of his chef skills? Not very good. <laughs> yeah, I guess he didn't really ask to be the cake guy, did he? Do you think it's good that Nadakan and Naya are married? No. How did this even happen? Have I missed something? I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. You don't understand. Or maybe, maybe we're reading these stories all in the wrong order. Maybe we need to read one before that to see what's going on. Righto, Ninjago. Gotta go.